Welcome to Full Spirals, a podcast about how life can take you for a spin, but still leave you grounded. Stories of hope and healing through the arts and the absolute deliciousness of being human. I'm your host, Stacey Parrish. So here's a question. Who are you? What is your purpose for being here? No, wait, don't leave. I promise we're in this together. I've asked myself these questions my entire life, you know, like usually around 3 a.m., staring at the ceiling after I figured out where I left my keys or what the best comeback would have been on that one thread that I never should have read the comments on to begin with. There have always been times in my life where I have felt stuck in what I call the messy middle, that halfway point between where I was and where I'm going, the spot where I have lots and lots and lots of questions and zero answers you know, like no big deal, just another existential crisis. One thing I've found to be true, though, is that as I muddle through another messy middle, the terrain starts to look familiar at some point. And sure enough, I've been here before. Oh, I get it. I'm learning about patience again. Or cool, my self-worth is on the menu this month. Awesome. And actually, it is awesome. Because here's the thing, I've come to believe that here in earth school, things don't come full circle, like ever. What I've come to see is that what life really does is come full spiral. And what I have to say with the Full Spirals podcast might be unique, but this idea isn't new. And William Butler Yeats even talked about this back in the 1900s when he said, Life is a journey up a spiral staircase. As we grow older, we cover the ground covered that we've covered before, only higher up. As we look down the winding stair below us, we measure our progress by the number of places where we were but no longer are. The journey is both repetitious and progressive. We go both round and upward. So there are two different facets to this concept of what I call a full spiral moment. One is my belief that there's no such thing as a coincidence. And when I can just allow things to sort of unfold naturally by following my curiosity rather than by, you know, using brute force, my true path always reveals itself. This has always been true. And obviously not using this brute force falls under the category of easier said than done. Being patient and waiting things out tends not to be my jam. I don't know about you, but when I'm confused or in pain or scared, what I really want is like kind of a bus schedule of sorts to tell me when things are going to be over and when everything is going to be clear. And at times like that, I'm really grateful to have my fellow travelers like you to remind me that everything will be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it's not the end. The other facet of a full spiral moment is that of learning the same lesson again and again and again as we move through life. So have you heard the expression, if you don't get a lesson right, you get it back? Well, I'm not really a fan of the right and wrong piece of it, but I do believe that we're constantly learning the same deep, meaningful lessons again and again, sometimes joyfully, sometimes not so much, but they sink in a little deeper each time. So why is this work and talking about these discoveries so important to me? Well, there are a few reasons. One is how profoundly my life has been affected by the arts and how much I believe in their healing powers and the ability for them to bring us back to our humanity. So when I was 19 in the Umaguma house on the UW Stout campus, my life was changed forever by Frank Capra and his 1946 film, It's a Wonderful Life. 
an obsession and sort of a preoccupation with destiny began for me as soon as I saw that film. And that's where I first made the spiral connection. You do all of these seemingly random things in your life, but really none of them are random at all. So in the film, Jimmy Stewart's character, George Bailey, strives for one goal, one goal, to get out of Bedford Falls and do something big, like big, to be anywhere other than where he actually is. And I find that so relatable. But in the end, after having an angel stop him from taking his own life, he discovers that everywhere he's ever been was exactly where he was supposed to be. And that in order to keep the world turning properly, in order for the plan, not his plan, but the plan to play out for the best for everybody, all he has to do is show up show up 100% authentically as George, the very George he has always been, and then just let go of outcomes, trust life, trust the universe. If he does that, he's beyond rich. He's richly blessed. So Full Spirals is about that force that we can't touch, but we can feel. We can see it play out in our lives. We can trace it back to childhood if we take away our masks, our defenses, and see who we are and see that who we are is enough and has always been enough. I feel like these lessons aren't just personal. They're universal. The stories I'm going to share here revolve around my belief that the healing process and the creative process are strikingly similar. In my life, these two processes have been incredibly synergistic. Both my healing and my creative journeys have intersected one another with such regularity that I've come to just expect a new life's lesson whenever I get involved in a new creative project. And I hold to be true what Yogi Bhajan once said, I don't believe in miracles. I rely on them. So I do feel like it's important for us to get better acquainted. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a backstory, talk a little bit about my childhood and my growing up and, and how I landed in this full spiral moment to bring this podcast to life. So my childhood was mostly unremarkable, which is to say that although my parents did the best they could, the best that they could included yelling, spanking, emotional neglect, chemical dependency, and incest, all of which would be remarkable if it weren't so damn common. I spent my teens as the chubby kid, hoping and praying to make it to the end of each day without being humiliated. Please, God, let nobody moo at me as I walk by or point out that my jeans have the wrong brand name on them or God forbid, make me have to work in a group. Just get me from point A to point B without somebody pulling the social acceptability rug out from underneath me. And at home, just let me be invisible long enough and the water's calm enough for me to go out and get loaded on the weekend and get some relief from just being me. My 20s were a search for knowledge, power, independence, and love. And I even found some of them, sort of. In my 30s and 40s, I started to heal. I became a performer and a mom. I healed from addiction, childhood sexual abuse, an eating disorder, anxiety, depression. I quit smoking, started acting, and began an 11-year career in radio. I mean, it wasn't all rainbows and butterflies, but I was sort of nailing it. Flash forward to my 49th birthday, February 22nd, 2016. That day in February was the day my 23-year marriage ended in divorce, and I was once again at another precipice, and it felt a little bit like, wait, what just happened? But I had done so much work and had so much success in rebuilding myself in my 30s and 40s that I knew that my life couldn't possibly be falling apart. 
What was actually happening is that it was coming together. Looking back and looking forward, here's what I know for sure so far. Life goes way too fast and earth school holds some really tough assignments that everyone, every one is just doing the best they can in any given moment and that hurt people hurt people. That all humans have value, even me, we're all here to both teach and learn from one another. That people I count on will disappoint me, we're all human, but I will always and in all ways still be okay. That we're held from within, not from without. That Glinda had it right when she told Dorothy that the inside is where all the answers lie. So pointing fingers mm, doesn't work. And that life is a process of discovering and uncovering, with the latter being the roughest road, with the darkest alleys, but also the highest, brightest, and most breathtaking peaks. Uncovering truths about yourself is rough, but the view is beautiful. The first season of Full Spirals is going to focus on these stories and connections because I honestly believe that the healing process and the creative process go hand in hand, and the arts are the most effective way for us to uncover our true selves and learn to share our humanity with one another. Sometimes I'm just going to tell you one of my stories. Sometimes we'll be hearing from someone else and we'll hear their story. And sometimes I'll be shooting the breeze with my friend, collaborator, and producer, Dana Coonan, an amazing human who seems to have spiraled into my life at just the right time, as per usual. Next time on Full Spirals, we'll take a closer look at the cozy relationship between the arts and personal healing. And I'll tell you a story about the time I played Anita in West Side Story, lost my mind, and got back myself. Thanks so much for listening. And please remember to rate, review, and share Full Spirals with your friends, your fam, the community, because we're all in this together. Until next time, take care.